Welcome to My Two Cents Podcast with Evangelist Wallace Norris. In this world, both good and evil exists. We all have a choice to choose whether we will walk in love or hate towards one another, despite our difference in culture, religion, race, or opinions. Every day, the separation grows, and the ways of God are often ignored. People lose their way and often allow evil to play out amongst others, leaving emotional damage and unhealed wounds in the hearts of others. Do you believe in Satan, evil spirits, or demons? That is the spirit that controls a narcissistic personality. That spirit comes in like an angel of light, but the truth or love is not in it. You will be left in devastation, shock, and feelings of betrayal by the damage they cause in your emotional health by being in a relationship with these types of personality disorders. The good news is healing is possible once you allow Jesus to do the mending and fixing of your heart and mind. Welcome to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris this week. I am so glad you guys decided to join me. Today, I will be having a topic on spirituality, being connected to our emotional healing, why I feel like spirituality is needed in order to stay healed and healthy emotionally. And when you learn of the truth, of spirituality, then I'm sure so many more people will seek out God and and, and and the spiritual basic principles. If you knew something was good for you, right? You want the good or do you want something that's bad? If you knew ahead of time that this would be good for me, this would help me, I'm going to go to the good line. If you knew that something was bad for you or it was going to lead to your destruction or destroy you, you wouldn't even go that route, right? So that's what spirituality is. It brings up the good in you. It brings out better for you. And we're just going to get into it. So first, I want to say I am a Christian. I believe in the name above all names, which is Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, However, I don't knock other religions or other spiritual practices. I think they are all following basic biblical principles that lead to better living on earth, healthy relationships, and love for themselves and mankind. That is worth seeking out and doing. I believe in Jesus Christ because not only that that they bring God brings healthy living in my life on earth, also in the afterlife. But I'm just not going to get into that. So right now, I'm just going to speak on how spirituality enlightens you. 
spirituality, when you seek out your spiritual practice because you want to be better, you feel like I want to grow, you know, things just have not been going well or something is missing from my life because you are a spiritual being. And once you are not connected to the spiritual world, you are going to feel some type of void, no matter if things are going well in your life or they are not, because you are supposed to be connected to your spiritual side in life. So spirituality enlightens you on the truth of who you are, the power you have to recreate yourself and what behaviors thinking and words can do to either build you up or destroy you. We learn the power of our tongue in spirituality because our words are so powerful. Our words have the power to bring joy, to build people up, to bring happiness to them, or our words can leave them feeling defeated, leaving ourselves feeling defeated, leaving ourselves feeling like we just can't go on. That's how powerful your words are. The Bible says a wise woman or man builds up their family, community, friends, and loved ones, but a foolish woman or man tears them down with their own hands. Meaning, if you want to see healthy relationships, you want to have loving relationships, you want people to care for you, you have to be that type of person. You want to build up your kids. You want to build up your friend circle. You want to build up people you work with, especially if they on your team. You want to build up your family. Don't always look for the bad. Try to find something good in people and speak good words in them. You just never know the power of words. I just explained it. Even if you plant a seed about something they have done good. You know what? That will make them want to do something else good. Now, if you you speak negative and are always down in them, well, what will make somebody want to do something good if that's all you're doing is talking about them or, or, or down in them and bringing their feelings low? They're not going to want to do nothing good or help you out or give you the love that you feel like you desire. You have to show that respect. You have to point out good points in people so they can get better, so they can want to get better. And the same is with the negative. If you always saying something negative, if you always finding something negative about someone, they are not going to get better. They are going to get worse. So that is the power of our words. And we want to build up people around us. Yes, it's okay for constructive criticism, but you do want to point out the good too, not always looking for the bad. Now, Jesus say in my Bible, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. What does he mean by this? The truth of spirituality, you will find out once you get into the Bible or any other spiritual practices, what has been holding you back? What kind of thinking, what kind of words, what type of people you are around? What kind of spirits have been attacking you? What what has been using you to go against people or go against moral ways or go against just people you you want to love, but you end up displaying hate? First, you will get pissed off because once you know the truth, it brings about feelings of anger, guilt, shame, and embarrassment. But then after experiencing all these emotions, you will be able to heal. God's power has the power to heal you. But first, you have to acknowledge what has been holding you back, 
what has been attacking you. And that's where spirituality come in at. Because so many times, even myself, before I really got close to God, was looking at people as people. We want to know why, how can people do certain things? How can people say certain things? But it's not the person, it's the spirit behind it. Now, after experiencing all these emotions, like I said, you'll be able to heal once you seek out God, once you get to know him, once you speak his word, once you study his word, you will find out that God is truly love. And what does love do? It brings joy to your spirit. You will know what's right and what's wrong. Um how you can apply the word to your life, how you should be thinking. Spirituality just gives you wisdom and knowledge you wouldn't have if you wouldn't have sought it out. So spirituality is very important when we are trying to make a change or if we're trying to heal from uh, abuse or negative abuse or emotional abuse. Sometimes the attacks from not even being spiritually uh, involved or knowing what was going on to you can be so vicious. Or even if you do dabble into spirituality and, and these evil spirits, which is on the rise of narcissism and toxicity, is coming to get you, coming against you, it can drive us away from God. And that's not what we're supposed to do. You're still supposed to hang on to the word. You're still supposed to pray when you don't understand. Even if you have to cry it out, God will heal you. But you keep walking in that spiritual truth because it shall surely come to pass. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. You will be healed. And then just as mine, thus said the Lord. You don't want to go back and forth with people, especially when you know the truth, because spirituality enlightens you on who you are, what's attacking you, what type of mindset that you should have, what type of mindset that people who are not connected to the spirit world have and why they are acting a certain way. So in a way, you kind of feel sorry for them. You don't want to go back and forth with them, but you do need to heal because like I said before, it will make you angry. So you have to give that over to God once you learn of the truth. So after this commercial break, I will talk about how emotional healing comes in three forms, which is spiritual mental and then eventually physical so stay tuned you guys i hope you are enjoying this show thus far we can all put away this demonic spirit that has dominated our nation by bringing back morals values consideration respect and the greatest of these love in our daily lives for ourselves and others Thanks for tuning in to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. Remember, you are an overcomer. Welcome back to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. Now, I hope during the commercial break, you guys went and got you something to drink, some water, some coffee, a soda, because on this show, we get deep. I am a deep thinker. I search our wisdom and I'm just glad to gain the wisdom so I can be able to teach it to others so we can all work on different ways that we need to work on to bring back unity, love, peace in our relationships. Now, before the commercial break, I was 
speaking on why spirituality is needed in order to emotionally heal or to keep your emotional healing. Because we do know that there are many practices out there that can help you emotional heal. They have a lot of techniques. It's a lot of creative people out there. I'm not knocking no one else's techniques. But what I can say for sure is spirituality is needed to keep your spiritual healing because spirituality give you the wisdom, the discernment, the principles, the standards, and the values to go by in life, to hold others accountable who come and try to interact in your life. So you will be able to discern the spirit that is behind anyone that's coming in your life by the ways they talk, by the ways they think, by the the things that they do, you will know if this person is coming in your life to help you grow or if this person is coming in your life to bring you down or try to steal what you have already created for yourself. So spirituality gives you that wisdom to discern a person's spirit, not the physical body, not the face that's smiling in your name, face, not the title behind it, but you actually see the spirit. God would give you that wisdom once you seek spiritual knowledge. Now, if you don't have this spiritual knowledge, you can be fooled, you know, because people are, you know, the enemy is a deceiver. He can, people play a role real well. And sometimes we don't find out until it's just too late of all the demonic attacks, all the things that they have done behind our backs, especially if you are a person that's not perfect, but just don't mean no ill intentions toward nobody. You come to try to be a helping hand in other people's life. You get that we are supposed to help one another. You get that others' light may shine brighter than yours or yours may shine brighter than anyone else. You get that we are all different, but we're supposed to come together in unity. But everybody don't have that mindset and so this is where the seven deadly sins come in at and I'm speaking on the seven deadly sins because most narcissists if they don't have all seven of these sins going on in their life they have most of them so I'm going to get into what are the seven deadly sins the first one is lust the second one is gluttony the third is greed the fourth is sloth the fifth is wrath, the sixth is envy, and the seventh is pride. Now, a narcissistic or a toxic personality disorder, they display all of these sins, if not most of them. And I'm like I said, this is a healing show. It's not knocking people. So I am going to give you, you guys the definition of the seven deadly sins and the cure that can help you work on these sins if you have them in your life or the cure that you can see that what can help somebody else just in case you heal and want to help somebody else or want to pass on this information. So lust is a strong passion or longing, especially for sexual desires. Not saying that we all don't have sexual desires because we got created sex. We supposed to want to have a sexual desires, but only for our partners, only the one that is uh, healed emotionally, spiritually, and physically or growing with us in those nature. And really, if we want to really get deep, we really don't supposed to have sex until after marriage. So the cure for 
curing lustful thoughts is exercising self-control. The Bible said God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, self-control, and a sound mind. The second one is gluttony. What is gluttony? It's an accessible ongoing eating disorder for food or drink. You just can't stop eating, just won't stop drinking. That normally comes with PTSD, which a narcissist always is very nervous, very anxious because they have always done something wrong, always thinking negative. Um, But let me get into what gluttony, the cure for gluttony is. It's temperance, a strong desire to be healthy, to eat healthy and just portion your food out. You can portion your food out. I know we all, especially around the holidays, Thanksgiving is coming up. I know I can get greedy at certain times and things of that nature, but you don't want to let gluttony uh, overrule your life where you're overweight all the time. You're always constantly eating us. All you can think about is food and drinking. No, portion your, your food and things out. And I'm not saying that, you know, because of this, seeing that it, it's just... You can't go on without it or something like that, but you can work on it. Okay, the third is greed, an excessive pursuit of material goods. Now, we all like nice things. I don't know about you guys, but I love nice things. I love decorating. I love just pretty things, but I know that material goods cannot go with me, and it's not the material things that I gain that makes me the person I am. So the cure for healing greed uh in your life is learning to be content with what you have the scripture says lord don't allow me to be too poor or i might steal or don't give me too much where i might forget you and say who is god keep falsehood and lies far away from me and give me neither poverty nor riches but give me only my daily bread so if you have that spiritual principle in your life that keeps you in check let me be content let me be grateful for what i have instead of constantly searching and on a goal for more because material gain is just not really what makes us happy i mean it adds to our happiness but that shouldn't be the reason why we are chasing just after material gain So the fourth one is sloth. That's an excessive laziness or failure to act using your talents. What is the cure for laziness? The book of Proverbs tells us a little extra sleep, a little more slumber, a little folding of the hands, then the rest, poverty will pounce on you like a bandit. So in that scripture right there, letting you know that it's okay to rest, it's okay to take time out, but you don't want to continue to just constantly put things off or overlook the talent that God has given you. What is wrath? Wrath is the fifth deadly sins. It's a strong anger, a strong hate towards another person. You're very vengeful, ready to punish and commit hateful acts towards someone. Now, what is the cure for vengeance? Patience, because we know vengeance is mine, thus saith the Lord. Everybody get back what they put out. So if someone has done something truly evil or cruel to you, you have to get it over to God because he will send that back to them. Not in the ways you want. Only God know what can get a person attention, what can hurt them, what you might think may hurt them, what you might think that's going to hold them back, may not hold them back, but only God know what they truly care about. Only God know what he can take from them or or break them down in a way uh, 
to make them humble. So wrath is just never good. We all get angry. I know I get angry at, at different wrongs that have happened to me or people who have done that to me. But the thing is, you just can't hold on to that. And once you add the spiritual principle to your life, vengeance is mine. Thus said the Lord, you better believe vengeance is the Lord's because he will come back and, and, and punish all good and bad deeds. It don't matter who they is. He is omnipresent. He's everywhere. He's watching everybody. So Vengeance is mine, thus said the Lord. You don't want to struggle with wrath. You don't want to take vengeance in your own hands. And you don't want to hate a person for no reason at all. Or even if they did something to you. I know that we don't like certain things people do to us. I am one of them. But I always have to remember that God is my vindicator. And I can pray about it. Because even Jesus said, Lord, forgive them for they know not what they do. So when you think of that, sometimes it's unawakened people. Un people who are unawakened to the spiritual principles, the spiritual things of life, the spiritual knowledge of life is the ones who attack you the worst. They're not connected with God because if they was, then they would turn from their wicked ways if they knew what was coming back toward them. So the sixth deadly sin is envy. Envy is an intense desire to have what someone else has, and you will go to any length to get it, even if it causes another person pain for your own selfish desires. What is the cure for envy? Kindness. Kindness is the cure for envy. Instead of trying to supersede another person, instead of trying to compete with another person, you help them, you celebrate them. Because if God is putting people in your path that is getting blessed, that is prospering, that is letting you know that he's in your neck of the woods and you are surely next. But sometimes it's just a test of your faith. Are you going to get mad and jealous and try to take what they have or replace yourself in their position and it may not even work for you? That's not the blood. Listen, I have learned in my life. You don't want nobody else's blessings. Just because their blessings fit them doesn't mean that it fits you. And you can cause a, a lot of harm and pain, not only to yourself, but to other people. So envy is never good. Instead, when you get those feelings of envy, you want to remember, let me show kindness because I don't want somebody else's blessings. Someone else's blessings may not fit me how it fit them. And when you do evil things to get somebody else's blessings. You should know that that's coming back on you triple fold because it wasn't yours to begin with. And because you wasn't spiritual wise to know that God is not a man that he should lie. And he doesn't like evil done to people, especially a good person. And you envy them and do everything you can to knock them down or try to steal what they have. Whatever blessing that was for them will be a curse to you. So pride is the seventh deadly sin. What is pride? An excessive view of oneself without regards of others, placing self as high above other people. The cure for pride is humility. The Bible tells us to humble yourself before God and he will do the exalting of you. Never place yourself in a high position. Let God pull you up. So pride, it, it, a lot of people say I have pride. You know, it's nothing wrong with 
pride, a healthy pride of just being happy of things that you have endured and overcome, but humble enough to know that you're not better than anybody else. Humble enough to be able to be a blessing to somebody else without looking down on them, without thinking you're better than them. Because Pride comes before a great fall. That's what the Bible said. That's another spiritual principle. Where there is pride, your fall is surely to come. You will be humble. So you don't want to be overly prideful like you're so much better than somebody because God will humble you and you don't want God to humble you because you want to humble yourself because when God humble you, he's going to put you, at, he can bring pain on you like no other you know, to bring you humility and he do it for your good, not to be harmful towards you, but to let you know that, you know, you can't be so prideful and thinking that you're better than people. You don't know what damage you are doing to someone else's emotional health or mental health by looking down on them instead of being happy of who God has made you, but encouraging other people to be happy and who God has made them. Now, when you don't have that spirit, your humility is sure to to come. Believe me, it is coming down. So on my next commercial, after this commercial break, I will be talking about how this spiritual principle is tied to your mental and physical health once added to your life. Are you looking for a speaker for your next event? Evangelist Walesa Norris is who your soul needs to be inspired. Book an appointment at fastfeathers.weebly.com. And when you feel good, you look good. That's why Walissa has outfits for every occasion, wigs for any situation, and furniture that gives your home a new, new elevation. Whether you almost lost your mind from toxicity or emotional abuse, or just looking for guidance to help you take that next step, Walesa has created the perfect course to help you get a better understanding and to heal from emotional abuse. It's all available for purchase at keepmedifferent.com. Why would you want to shop at any other brand but one that has it all for growth, faith, style, and home decor? Lord, keep me different. Welcome back to My Two Cents with Evangelist Wallace Norris. I hope you guys enjoyed that commercial break and got you something to drink. And I hope you are enjoying this show as I talk on how spirituality is connected to our emotional well-being and our physical healing. So before the commercial break, I just went over the seven deadly sins, the tools and the strategies and the cure we need to add to our life in order to break the hold of the, these stronghold sins over our lives in order to move on and produce positive results in our minds and our thinking and our actions and in our relationships. So now I'm going to tell you how adding spiritual principles to our life, the tools, the techniques will enhance our mental growth. Now, Jesus said in the Bible that the truth shall set you free. 
When you learn of the truth of spirituality, the first thing you feel is anger. You're going to be pissed off when you find out what spirit has been using you to attack others, what spirit has been attacking you, and you find out that this is an evil spirit and the things that this spirit has either caused others to do to your emotional health, your physical health, and your mental well-being, or the things that you have done to other people. It's going to bring about anger, shame, embarrassment, for some of us, because a lot of people just didn't know that they was used by an evil spirit to do the worst to on humanity and people that they wanted to love but couldn't show that love to, not properly because they wasn't healed internally. So once you realize the truth, the truth will set you free and you get into spiritual knowledge and spiritual principles and you start adding it to your life. Those feelings of shame, guilt, anger, that is going to come. It's going to come up and down. You're going to think about traumatic events. You're going to think about certain people and things of that nature. No one is exempt, but you have to learn to continue to speak the word pray it all for you, speak affirmation, speak good things. Because like I said in my first message on the first part of this show, our words have power. You don't want to keep dwelling on the negative, even though that is going to come up. Uh, You don't want to keep dwelling on your wrong, even though that is going to come up, you know, to keep you stuck. But you have to fight through those feelings. And only how you fight through those feelings is like I just stated, through prayer, through affirmation, through knowing that you are growing and you are learning and you are going through a transformation. Now you are awakening to who you are as a spiritual being, how you supposed to act on this planet Earth how you're supposed to interact with other people on earth and how you can bring about love in your relationships. So once you add these spiritual principles in your life, in your mind, on a daily basis, things will automatically start getting better for you. Now the stress is leaving you. You're not worrying so much. You're not struggling so much in the mind. You know, depression is leaving you because now you're adding spiritual principles to your life. Now you are wise enough to know who you should connect with and who you shouldn't connect with. Now you are wise enough to know what actions and words and thoughts are bringing you more harm than good to your life. Spiritual principles give you a set of values and standards that no other person, thing, or place can give you because you already have it stored in your heart and in your mind. So that's what knowing the truth does for you. It sets you free from demonic strongholds, from demonic pressure from mental illnesses but you have to know the truth you have to work on those truths and you are going to fall sometimes just get back up and continue to do your affirmations continue to stand on the word of knowledge which is Jesus. I know a lot of people believe in other spiritual practices. And like I said, I'm not knocking no one else's spirituality. However, you bring more positive light in your life, bring that light about because it can change so many things in your environment, in your household, and even within your physical health. Now, that's what I want to get to into next because how many of you know that our emotions are tied to our physical body? When you are not feeling well, when you're stressed out, when you're overthinking, when you're negative on a daily basis, you, your body is going through a stressful period. That's where you start getting cramps and 
and, and just different things and sicknesses is just coming out of nowhere because you're over worried, you're over stressing, you're thinking on the wrong thoughts. But now with the spiritual tools, now you can speak, I am healed. I am healing. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. I can get through this. I am going to eat healthy. I'm going to watch on, I'm going to eat certain portions of food and not over glutton. I'm not going to eat so much sweet, so much sugar. And I know I struggle with that myself, so I'm not judging people, but you want to start adding that to your life. You can pray it off, but you actually have to do the steps and the tips as well to heal emotionally, mentally, and physically. When you're feeling good in your emotions, your mental health get better, your relationships get better, and eventually your physical health get better, especially with you speaking the words, eating healthy, and adding like daily exercises to your, your life. Even if you're walking for a day, you're exercising at home or hitting up the gym, but you feel so much better when you are emotionally healing when you are letting go of the negative things, the negative patterns, the negative thoughts, the negative actions. Your mind starts getting better. Your mental health get better because now you know the spiritual principles. You know to think on positive things. You know to believe and take God at his words. You know not to do the wrong things because you know that what you do wrong to others is you actually is doing to yourself because everything you put out comes back to you. And sometimes triple fold. So that's why the Bible says, do unto others as you will want them to do unto you. And that's where we see the rise of narcissism because so many people are not awakened to the spiritual world. We look at the physical world and it's a whole nother world that we have come from. We will not live on this earth forever. We were sent here from the spiritual world. So you can't forget about where you come from. You have to add that into your daily life. And yes, God wants us to enjoy things on earth, but we cannot forget God. We cannot forget to be kind. We cannot forget that other people struggle and go through things as well. We cannot forget that some people are just born with a bright light. Some it's not born with a, 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 a light to just go out and do a lot of things, but you have a light. Everyone was sent here to do something. And so comparing yourself, envying people, um, seeking wrath and vengeance against people is not going to be turned out well for you when you realize when you go to the spiritual principle. But the good thing about God is that he's not an angry, evil God coming to kill you or destroy you. He do give you a chance to repent. That repentance means, Lord, I have woken up to my spiritual side. Forgive me for the words I have said, done, or thought. Forgive me for the actions I have taken for another person. Yes, I accept Jesus in my heart. Yes, I believe your word. And yes, I need your help to help me start applying these words to my mind, my life, my body, my soul, so that I can prosper. The Bible says God wants us to be in health, even as our soul prosper. He wants our physical health to prosper, our mental health to prosper. So once we come to those spiritual principles and we start adding them little by little in our life, we will see a significant change. You just never know the things that you can change just by a thought, just by a word. You can change so many different things. So why not change it for the positive instead of the negative? Because when you put out negative, that comes back to you. And a lot of people just don't understand. Like um, I was saying on one of my social medias, they wonder why all these different things happening to them, why they keep 
going through this and experiencing this. And it's just like, what did you do in your life? What have you spoken in your life? Yes, sometimes the enemy will come and attack us. Some people are just bad people and they like being bad people. But once you realize who they are, you can let them go and continue to move on and, and just wait on God to send you the right people in your life and let them experience what they have to experience to get back to the knowledge of God. But sometimes the bad occurs in our life is because what we have put out in this world. If we have put out bad, if we have thought bad, if we have spoken bad of other people and we expect good to happen to us, if we have stolen somebody else's blessings and we expect to be blessed off of that, that's just not how it works. So God bless you all. I hope you guys enjoyed this show. And this is my show for this week. Remember, I offer one-on-one coaching on my website, Keep Me Different. I also offer group coaching and I have an emotional healing course that I believe that can set you on a path of healing, changing, and bringing prosperity in your life. So God bless you all. Remember, spirituality is tied to your emotional well-being. We can all put away this demonic spirit that has dominated our nation by bringing back morals, values, consideration, respect, and the greatest of these, love in our daily lives for ourselves and others. Thanks for tuning in to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. Remember, you are an overcomer.